Hello, hello, biz bestie. Welcome back to another episode of the No Fluff, most conversational business podcast out there, where we have raw and real and genuine conversations sharing tactical business growth advice, entrepreneurship lifestyle tips, mindset blocks, and so much more. If you are new here, I just want to take a second to welcome you and say that I am so happy that you're here. I'm your host, Madison Page, and I am a business growth specialist helping you learn how to stand out and sell out on social media by building a ride or die obsessed on online community around your brand. But here we're learning in a more fun, conversational type of way. Kind of like drinking coffee with a biz bestie. We put out new episodes every Tuesday and Friday, so make sure that you are following along to get notified every episode that goes out. If you are not new here, oh, welcome back, girlfriend. So happy that you're here. I'm really excited about this episode today because we're chatting about boundaries. And so many people that are either in my DMs, that are my clients, people that I'm working with, businesses that I am working with really one-on-one, no matter really honestly what level of business you are at, whether you are just starting or you are high-level business owners, these boundaries that we put in place in our business are so important for that freepreneur lifestyle that we are always talking about. Before we dive on in, if you could just take five seconds to give something back to me in return from this episode, if you can click on the Small Business Growth Podcast link and in like when you click on your post, click on there, go to the show page and just give me a quick five-star review. I'll give you a second right now to do it. It truly helps me out so much. If you have gotten anything from this podcast, please give that in return and just snag a quick five-star review. It helps my episodes get out to more people and to help more people all the time. So you're benefiting me and you're benefiting all of the other people in the world that need to see this podcast as well. So let's dive into boundaries in a freepreneur sense. So if you're new here and you don't know what the freepreneur lifestyle is, it is the balance between structure strategy and like hard business growth, like hard hitting strategies, call to actions, masculine energy around your business, balancing that with having a life, having autonomy, but act, but having like enjoying other things in life and not having your business run your life. Now, if you guys don't know um, a little bit of my story, and I honestly haven't talked about it enough and into enough detail that I will, I will eventually here. I just honestly haven't really dove into it quite yet, but I used to run for my family's, I used to run my family's business, which is called Wildman Adventure Resort. We are in Northeastern Wisconsin. It was a whitewater rafting, zip lining, paintballing, camping. We have cabins, all sorts of things up there. Um, and I ran their adventure resort since I was like 14. I worked there. Um, I was the operations manager at 17 until I was about 23. And when I worked there, like my business was run like my life was run by my job. Like I was on the, I was living on the property. I was doing everything. My list was so long. I would wake up at one o'clock in the morning and be like, oh my gosh, I need to do this. I forgot about that. Like I couldn't go to the grocery store without answering messages, feeling like I was so overwhelmed. Like I was missing, like the business would literally fail if I was doing uh, laundry. Like there was one day that I went to a laundromat because there was no laundry on the facility. I went to a laundromat to do my laundry and I put my clothes in the washing machine. I went 
went to the grocery store, did my laundry and, or did my grocery shopping, left my cart in the middle of an aisle, went back to the laundromat um, to switch over my laundry and went back to my grocery shopping, like bouncing back and forth because I only had 45 minutes to get it all done and I had to do it because it was the only time for weeks that I would be able to do it. And so a little bit more about my story is when I started this business, it was literally my main mission was for myself and for everybody that I'm teaching to not have to live that lifestyle, to not have their business run their life where I couldn't even go anywhere without being like, oh my gosh, I need my phone on me. I need to be available to answer questions. The business would not run if I wasn't there. The business would literally burn down. And so I told myself when I started this business that I would not do that. And I honestly, and this was something that I haven't talked about on my podcast is I was actually diagnosed with PTSD from like overworking. It's called CPTSD, complex PTSD from overworking myself and having to be like so on it at all times and having such high expectations of all of this long list and all of that. And so when I started this business, like I told myself every business owner that I work with or myself, I was going to build this balance in life. I was going to build balance into what they were doing, where we had in the foundation of their business, they had automation, they had strategy, they had, they have foundational elements in their business that work for them, even when they are not working. And that is the, the whole premise of the freepreneur lifestyle is it's not that we don't work. It's that when we work, we're doing things strategically enough that it's working for us, even when we are not there and when we can't actually be in it and ready and excited about it. So I wanted to help myself do that as well as everybody else. And what really this comes down to as well is boundaries. Like I needed to add boundaries into my life when I was doing these things with my family's business. Um, But it was like, I mean, how do you tell your mom? Like, I know I'm the only person that knows how to do these things, but like we need to hire other people or like I'm done. And so I... I I needed to set more boundaries, but first of all, I love that place to the end of the day. And I honestly, I love the chaos of it. And I honestly miss the chaos some days, but then I think about how I would be working 17 hour days from about the beginning of April until the middle of October just all day, every day I was up at seven and I would work until nine, like on a very normal day. So that's like a 14 hour day all day, every day I was on the property. I couldn't leave and I loved it. And I was with my best friends and we had so much fun. However, it was really taxing and it was something that I, it led me to not be able to do that business forever because I didn't really, I couldn't, I couldn't like mentally, like the fact that I can sit in my pajamas at my desk, sit here in my pajamas, drinking my little, my bougie little Nespresso coffees and just enjoy life really stress-free. I am so grateful. This morning I was at Target and I got a ding and I made a sale and I didn't, I wasn't even working and my things were working for me. And it really does make such a difference. Um, So this episode isn't about the freepreneur lifestyle, but I wanted to give you that background. And I will dive more into that if that's something that you want to hear about um, is kind of like my CPTSD journey on that. And it's still something that I'm working with. It's something that it's like, if I'm not working, I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to be. And it's something that has taken me a really long time to be able to move away from. And I feel like I'm at a really healthy place with it now that I'm able to like just enjoy time with friends and family. And what the root of that is, is 
having boundaries. And that's why I wanted to talk about it here because it's a really important topic. When you're building a business, you're not like building your life around your business. You are building your business around your life and your business, you should be able to still enjoy your life. And of course there's days that I'm working until nine o'clock at night and I'm hustling and I'm doing this and I'm doing that, especially these last couple of weeks when I'm finishing up my build out on my bus. Like I thought I would be gone weeks ago, but so I have been getting up at 7 a.m., working until noon, one o'clock, and then working on my bus until 11 o'clock at night. Like those, it has, life has been a grind these last couple of weeks, but you need to be able to have boundaries with your business that you don't burn out. If you don't have boundaries with your business, you will burn out unless you're an absolute workhorse and you don't want to do anything else with your life. Other than these things, you do need to have boundaries with your business. So when you're with your family, you can just enjoy it. When you're with your friends, you can just enjoy it. You can go out and do things guilt-free by spending money guilt-free and because you've worked hard for it by just enjoying time without feeling like you're missing out on the on the the growth that you could be having one day away from your business is not going to crush your business one week away from your business is not going to crush your business i just had a client take three weeks off after it was at the end of my ptp course which if you don't know what ptp is It is my three-month business growth program. It's a customized business growth framework. We work really closely together to get you to consistent sales and building that ride-or-die community. And it was at at the tail end of this, she had something come up in her personal life and she actually took three weeks off of her business. During those three weeks, she still had sales coming in. She didn't post for three weeks. She still had sales coming in. She still had people coming to her website. She still had her strategies working for her. And when she came back, she was immediately making sales. People were immediately like, oh my gosh, I missed you. Let me buy these things. She didn't take steps back. She still had her community there. And this is why I preach community and everything that I talk about so much. And it's because we want to be able to live a a freedom filled life. We want to be able to have fluctuations and autonomy in our schedule and where we need to be and what we're doing. And that first thing comes down to boundaries. So let's dive on into some of the boundaries that I have set and some of the boundaries that you can set as well. And I'm going to talk about if you are a product-based business owner, some other boundaries that you can set um, that allows you to really kind of accentuate your process. And even though I don't have a product-based business, this these are some of the things that I tell my clients to do really often. So let's dive in. I have a long list in front of me, so I'm just going to kind of rifle through them. Some things that you can really think about that you might not know right now that you can put in place that will help you build this freedom filled, like freepreneur lifestyle and have that balance in your life. Some of them are mindset shifts. Some of them are like settings to put on your phone. Some of them are different things all over the place, but we really want to make sure that you are feeling that balance, that autonomy, that structure But at the premise of this, the prerequisite to this is having strategy in what you're doing. That is so important because strategy lasts longer. The content you have out there lasts longer. The community that you have will let you set these boundaries and realize that you are a person. You might have one, you might be a solopreneur. You might have three people on your team. But if you set these boundaries, you do need that community and you need that strategy prior to, to know that your business is still working for you in the background. And that's everything that we teach inside of PTP send me a DM on Instagram um, that just says growth and I will help you kind of direct you to see if PTP is a good option for you. It helps get you to consistent sales with a community-centered approach. Um, And that is really the whole basis, the whole premise of the freepreneur lifestyle is have those strategies so you can set these boundaries to allow yourself to take those breaks. 
and you deserve them. You're working hard. So going from the top of my list, first things first, one of my favorites is unfollow or mute the people that you are comparing yourselves to or that make you feel like shit. If you follow somebody right now, who was the first person that popped into your head when I said that? Go and mute them right now. Unfollow them. And I want to make that your challenge for today is really feel when you're on social media, when you have a business like you have, like we have, that really depends on being on social media, we have to guard our energy around social media because it's a toxic place. I personally, which I think is really funny, like I don't think that social media is a great thing for society. If it wasn't for my business, I would be on social media a whole lot less. But I think it is a wonderful tool for business owners. It's a wonderful free tool that is there that we can connect with people with millions of active users. But we have to guard what energy we give to things and how we feel because the comparison game can be so daunting. And I know that you feel the same way there, that you have that girl that you are comparing yourself to, that you wish your business could be there. You have that business that you're always looking back at to imitate what they're doing or to look at their graphics that you can make your graphics like them. You follow that person that makes you kind of feel like shit and you don't know why you're still following them, but it's because you have this like, you know, slight connection to them or you're an acquaintance or you've been in the DMs every once in a while and you don't understand why that you still follow them, but you still do. I want to give you a challenge right now that if you are on social media, whether this person you are imitating, whether you're comparing, whether they're, even if they are an inspiration, but they're in the same world as you, or if they make you feel like a bag of dicks, I want you to go onto Instagram right now, unfollow them or mute them. If they're a friend, mute them. If they're somebody that you've never met, unfollow them. You can always go back to their profile and check out their stuff another time. You don't need that constant reminder. I don't follow anybody that does what I do. I I might follow them, but I don't see their content. Anybody that does exactly what I do, there's other people out there. I do not follow them because I don't want to know what they are doing. I might go and look at their profiles every quarter, every six months or every year to just check in on what they're doing, but I do not follow them because I don't want to know because I don't want to compare myself because then I'm like, wow, look at how many people just joined their program. Why do I not have that? It is so easy to fake what is going on in your business on social media, just like what's going on in your life on social media. It is so easy to fake it. It is so easy. I have had a lot of clients that you come in and you would think from the outside that they are rolling in the dough, that they have so many sales coming in. They have 100,000, 20,000, 50,000 followers. They have an awesome size. Look at how beautiful their profile is and they cannot make a sale to save their life. I want to normalize that. If you feel like there's these people out there, like looking at their profile, it would look like they have so many sales coming in, but they don't because they don't have the proper strategy. But you as an outsider looking in might totally think so. And you might be comparing yourselves and copying somebody's Instagram stories, screenshotting all of the stories to replicate later because you liked the way that they did that, but they might not actually be making sales from that. So unfollow, mute, whatever it might be, anybody that makes you feel like shit right now. I want that to be your goal for today. It makes such a big difference on just showing up on Instagram. 
Another one that I don't even have on my list that I just thought about is removing a follower or hiding your story from anybody that you don't want to see your Instagram, that you don't want, that you feel like is hindering your creative freedom. Whether it's your bully from high school, whether it is your boyfriend's mom, whether it's your mom or your Aunt Betsy, whatever it might be, remove follower or hide your story from them. If you're like, ooh, I don't want to post that because I'm afraid of what they might see or that they're going to see it. They're hindering your creative freedom. Remove them, like remove their follower, hide your story, whatever it might be. Do that to protect your own peace. And so you feel like you can show up creatively the way that you want to show up. Unfollow the people that you see and remove the followers of people that see you that might be hindering how you feel around social media. If it feels like a stressful place, figure out who and why that is and remove them. Get that out of there. Next thing is I turned off all notifications to all social media platforms. I don't get any notifications from Instagram. I don't get any notifications from Lemonade. I don't get any notifications from anything on my Instagram, on my social platforms. The only notifications that I do get are for my client messaging um, platforms. And I have settings on my phone, the like do not disturb settings after 7 p.m. to turn that off. So I can't even see notifications from that app after 7 p.m. So if people are sending me DMs after seven, from seven to 9 a.m., I get no notifications for my business. And I I will check emails uh, periodically. I will like at night, maybe I'll sit before bed and I'll look at my email, see what, see if there's anybody in there before I go to bed. But I have all of my notifications off after seven. Um, and for just for my client messaging, but everything else I have no notifications on some of my friends, if they're like launching or something like that, they will turn their note, their tech, their messaging notifications on, on Instagram. So they can see if a message comes in, they can tackle it right away. And, but this just allows you to not have that constant reminder. I can not imagine having the Instagram notifications on. I, my phone would be dinging all day long. The only notifications I get are like consistently all day are people that buy from me. I get a sale notification. It'll say new customer and then it'll like when they're putting their information in, I'll get new customer. And then like, you know, 30 seconds later, after they give me their credit card, it'll say just bought this program. That's the only thing because it is a dopamine spike and it makes me really happy. And I keep that up. So what are the things that make you happy? What are the things that like keep your Etsy, keep the cha-ching on if that is something that makes you happy? Does that give you anxiety? Because now that means you have to start making that item. Maybe turn that off after 7 p.m. You can go into your settings and turn off certain notifications after certain times. If you don't know how to do it, Google it because it really makes a big difference. You can change. It's your screen time, your focus times, things like that is having, um, I'm trying to think, look at what the actual name of it is, but you can Google it like after 7 p.m. how to turn those things on um, and it will automatically do it. It's not something that I have to do manually. It automatically does it, but keep the things that keep you happy, keep you excited on and turn everything else off. Turn those notifications off on your phone. Even if it means that that person is going to get a message 20 minutes later, or they're going to, you might not know that that order came in, but you check it right away in the morning. Go ahead and do that. 
Hey, hope you're loving this podcast. Give me 30 seconds to give you a quick inside scoop on something you might not know about, and then we'll hop right back in. Do you ever feel paralyzed by there being so many things you could possibly do, ideas you could possibly chase, strategies to implement in your business that you have no idea where to start, so you end up kind of just doing nothing or a little bit of everything? Should you grow your account, build a community, go live, post more on social? In a world where we could constantly be comparing and feeling like we have have to do all of the things, I wanted to bring you something that directs your focus on one main thing, strategically and for a low cost. Because when we try to do a little of everything, it actually dilutes the results you could see if you just went all in on one thing. Introducing Entrepreneurship Made Easy, your place to stand out, chill out, and sell out, where I give you a new strategic focus each month equipped with fresh, high-level business trainings, resources, and strategy to Take all of your ideas, possible strategies to follow, and overwhelm of where the heck to even start and give you a direct focus with objectives for you to follow to start seeing results in your business. And it's only $47 because everyone deserves to grow their business with ease and simplicity. Think a strategy-packed mini training worth $500 popping into your inbox each month to take all of your ideas and simplify it into strategy, exercises, and a checklist to implement that month for $47. The link is in the show notes to join and hop in. Use code SECRET for 50% off of your first month. Okay, back to the episode. The next thing that I want to say is I rarely check my DMs after like 6 to 7 p.m. If I am not at my desk and I am done for the day, it's after business hours, I am not checking DMs. Now, these things are a little different when I am launching just because I want to get back to people that are reaching out and inquiring. When I have a ton of inquiries coming in, I might reach out. Maybe I'll be watching TV or something like that and I will um, I will be DMing people back after 6 or 7 p.m. But on an average day, if it's late, I won't. I will let that DM sit until the morning. A message does not have to be responded to immediately. Immediately. Your people, people, it, maybe if it's a question, sure, but your business will not freak out. Your business will not suffer if you don't respond to that within 10 minutes, within an hour, within 12 hours. If it's after 7 p.m., don't respond to that message. Give yourself the grace that you've worked all day. You don't need to respond to that message right now. That is not something that is going to be helpful. You get to enjoy your evening with your family instead. The next thing is I am mostly off of social on the weekends. I like to tell myself that I work 10 to 6. In my head, I work 10 to 6. Um, And some days I'm working at 8.45 and I'm responding to DMs in the morning. And some days I'm working 10 to 6. But again, that freepreneur lifestyle is being structured when you can, being strategized when you can, so you can have fluidity on the days that you want to have fluidity. And so I tell myself I work 10 to 6, but if my someone calls me and my like best friend is like, hey, want to chat at 2 o'clock tomorrow? I'm like, yeah, give me a call, girlfriend. And I allow myself to have that fluidity in there when I can because I've been structured on all those other days. But that means that I am mostly off on the weekends. Did this Sunday, I posted on Instagram a little bit talking about my EME program. Yeah, I did. But that's okay because that was something that I wanted to do. I don't show up on the weekends because I feel like I have to out of desperation. I show up on the weekends because I actually just enjoy posting on my Instagram stories and I want to share what's going on. I love Instagram stories and that's really the only place that I show up on the weekends. Um, But I do not answer client messages. I do not answer 
answer DMs on the weekends. I do not answer, like I barely even post on Instagram on the weekends. Everything happens Monday morning. It's okay to take breaks. It's okay to spend time away from your social. Some days I'll still post what I'm doing on the weekends just to, you know, just cause I want to share and I enjoy and I want to talk to my besties that are my Instagram buddies. Um, but you can be like, I am mostly off of social on the weekends. So my brain can reset so I can go and enjoy life and actually do some fun things. If you have family, if you have friends if whatever that might be, give yourself that time in order to really like, you know, enjoy and piggybacking off of that. I do not respond to DMS at least non-emergency DMs or inquiry DMs or anything when I am with my friends and family. This was something that I always wanted. If I was going to have, like, I never thought that I would be the person that would have a social media, like have a, like have a life that is on social media, that I am somebody that like can be taking content while I'm out and just like posting it. Um, And so... I never wanted to be the person that like I was with my friends. I'm not somebody that's like, hey, let's take a bunch of pictures. Like I was that person in high school and then I grew up and, you know, started going outside into nature a little bit and realized I never look at those photos anymore and I don't need them. So I wasn't really somebody. And like, if you are a photo taker, nothing against you. I, it's just not who I am. Some days I wish I was where I, like, but I, I don't know. I'm just like not somebody, my boyfriend and I have like a half a dozen photos together and we've been dating for two years, over two years. And so it's just one of those things that it's not who I am. And so it's not something that I really like to do. So I tell myself that when I, and I don't want to be responding to DMs and things like that when I'm out with my friends. Now, if I'm out with my friends and it's like two o'clock on a Tuesday and I get a 911 message from one of my clients, you better believe that I'm there and I'm responding. But even on the weekends, like I don't respond to DMs. I try not to go on social. I try not to check things when I'm with my friends, when I'm on a date with my boyfriend, when I'm doing things because your business deserves like you deserve a break from your business you deserve free time you deserve to do that and you deserve uninterrupted like actual time to spend with the people to connect outside of Instagram outside of your business and so make that a pact that when you're with your family when you're doing something that you don't always have to be on your phone because let me tell you it gets old from the person on the outside too. They're like, this person's always working on their business, which is great, but they want time with you uninterrupted as well. So give that, give like, give that out there and put that out there that when you're doing these things, I'm not on social media at all. And I might take a video, I might take a photo and maybe I'll post that, but like, I'm not going to be like recording it all the time and like answering DMs when I'm out on the river with my friends and things like that. Like, that is not, it's not a necessity. Your business will not die if it's wait an hour and respond in an hour. Next is I put a limit to the amount of questions that I take in the DMs, especially from a service standpoint, if you're a service person where you're providing information. Um, and if you're like, even like all, like there's so many things that you can consult on or whatever. I, I get questions in the DMS all the time. Now I want to provide information. Do not fret hopping into my DMS. I love chatting with you in the DMS, but if you're in there spamming me every day with questions, Hey, like what content should I post to do this? How should I do that? Like I, I will direct you to another program. It's okay to direct people into a program that you have. 
the next thing is saying no. Like if you have somebody come to you and offer you something and you're like, ugh, like immediately you're like, oh, that sounds like a pain in the ass. I would say no. Say no. Be okay saying no. This is your business. This is your life. Do you think Target says yes to everything? Do you think Anthropology says yes to everything? Do you think that business that you are loving on, dreaming on, doing on your things that you're like, oh, I wish I had that business. Do you think they say yes to everything? You do not need to say yes, even to every opportunity that comes your way. I have turned down opportunities that would make me a lot of money, but just because I didn't align with it and it wasn't the business that I wanted. And that's okay. You don't need to love every opportunity that comes to you. You don't need to align with it. There will be other opportunities out there. There will be other things that come your way that will align. You don't need to say yes to everything. And that is custom orders. That is that big wholesale order that you don't really want to do, but you do anyway because you like the money of it. You don't need to do that. You can say no, even if you're like, oh, I just, I feel like a lot of business owners, guys, we are people pleasers and we're not just people pleasers. You, we see dollar signs when we see opportunities, but is that something that you actually want to spend your time on? Is it long-term? Is it something that you see the, that you can reap the benefits from? And, and if it's, even if you if that answer is yes, but you just feel like you don't want to do it, you will not show up in the same way. Say no. It is okay to say no. I turn down opportunities all the time. People pitch me podcast interviews, podcast guests all day, every day. Absolutely not. I do not accept every podcast guest that comes my way. My podcast, trust me, you wouldn't be here. Some of the podcast guests that I get pitched to, they're spooky. All right. Spooky dookie, my friend. Like I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe that this is working for anybody. Okay. It's okay to say no. It's okay to ghost collaborations in the DMs. It's okay if that business reaches out to you and they're like, oh my gosh, like, would you want to work together? And you don't want to. It's okay that if an influencer is in your DMs being like, hey, would you pay me $150 to send me your stuff? And then I will post about it. And you're like, you don't really seem like you align. It's okay to say no. You don't have to say yes to every opportunity that comes your way. Next thing, unsubscribe to people's emails, okay? Do you hop into your email every morning and you're like so overwhelmed because you're like, holy shit, do I have a hundred different newsletters in my DMs this morning or in my emails this morning? I want you right now to unsubscribe to emails. This week, when it pops up on my computer, if it pops up and I'm like, who is this person or why do I want like this business that came in? Do I shop there every day? Do I want their weekly updates? Unsubscribe to those emails. Now, of course, you're not unsubscribing to my emails. Kidding. But unsubscribe to people's emails. Like literally, if you don't care, unsubscribe to that email list. That isn't just a boundary. It is a stress relieving thing that you don't see that little number in the bottom of your screen all the time, but it's just because you have so much junk mail. I want you to unsubscribe to emails. And there's an app called Unenroll Me, I think it's called, unless it's just Enroll Me. Let me look quick. It is Unenroll. It's unroll, U-N-R-O-L-L dot M-E. It's an app that you can download, put your email in, and then you can literally like swipe left and swipe right and it will auto unsubscribe you from those email lists. It's something that I use all the time because you would be so surprised some of the email lists that you are, you literally are subscribed to that you're like, how did I, how did I not know that I'm subscribed to this? And I get their emails They're in your, they might be in your junk or they might pop up every once in a while. But if you are a part of an email list, you might see 
like a consistency here. You might see a theme here. If it stresses you out, get it out of your life. Find a way to remove that shit from your life, girlfriend. All right? We can't stand that. We can't take that. We are, our energy, our time, our brain power is too important to take that and have things that give us anxiety. If you have, right now when I say, what's something that gives you anxiety? Outsource it outsource it. You're like, I hate that. Now you have to understand, is it uncomfortable or is it actually something that you don't want to do? Is it uncomfortable or is it unaligned? If it is just unaligned sometimes, like if it's unaligned, you can outsource it. If you're like, Maddie, that's just something I'm not good at. I hate doing it. Like website design, outsource it. Like if, if it's like, I don't want to show my face on Instagram, let's see if that's uncomfortable or if that's something that you just, you don't value as a person. Okay. So we have to see the difference there, but outsource things, outsource, outsource, outsource. If you find something that you're like, dang, I hate doing this every week. I have to do this one thing and I absolutely hate doing it. Find a way to outsource it. Like find somebody, there are so many people out there that will outsource things for you and that will do it and that enjoy doing it and it will be done better by somebody else. Last but not least for things that I do that I just want to really remind you is that your messages do not need an immediate response. Your business does not need an immediate response in order to function properly. It's okay. Like if you have that chat feature on your website and it's only on your phone and you feel like you are responding to people's chats all day long because you feel like you are so married to it. I had that at my family's business. We had the chat and I would get a notification on my phone when somebody was waiting on chat and then it would start counting how long they had been waiting. And so I would have my phone in my pocket all day and I would turn my my volume on and the minute that I got that message, I would be on the toilet. I would be in the middle of a conversation. I would be talking to whatever. I could be laying in bed at night and that thing would ding and I would grab my phone and like needing to respond to it immediately. I would be sitting around the bonfire at night with my friends. I'd be out to dinner and we would get one of these chats and I would have to respond to it. And I like turn that shit off. All right. No, please. No. And I I think I've sworn more in this episode just because I am so passionate about these topics and it may, they make me so mad that people feel this like immense, you can see the, like, you can literally feel the passion radiating out of me because it makes me so mad and it's not even mad. It's just, I'm so passionate about really having this variety it, this like, oh, this, this balance in your life that these things, you don't need this in your brain. It's literally ingrained in you that you need to be working all the time. And I just want this to be your reminder that you don't. Okay. It's okay for you to take a break. It's okay for you to go to dinner and that person to wait for a DM back. It's okay. You, they don't need a message right away. You don't need to have that chat feature on your website in order for your website to be, if you have a website and you have a team, a couple people of you on there, or if you can turn it off after 5 p.m. and respond to them or something to in the, in the emails in the next morning, do that. But you can feel the passion in my voice when I talk about this because I have been where you are. If you're listening to this right now and you're like, Maddie, I do none of those things. I'm so stressed out. I'm so married to my business. I literally don't have any boundaries to anything. I hear you. I hear you to the end. Like literally could cry thinking about that. Like honestly feeling like I'm welling up in tears just thinking about being on the other end of that and how married to the business that I was. And how different the business that I have now is, how different that I feel being in the business that I have and having that freedom that I have been able to work less these last couple of months because I'm finishing out my build out on my bus, which is taking way longer than I expected. And I've been working less 
And I've made more money in the last quarter than I made all year last year. And the fact that I can say that and tell you that I have more freedom, a time freedom, schedule freedom in my life than any other time in my life before. And that's something to sit and really be grateful for in my life. Like I, I am, it's so wild to me and I am so proud of myself every day that I've built the business that I have built. And I have a very small team. I have, I have one other girl that works with me and she works like a, maybe a couple hours a week, which is about to expand. So get ready for more content on that. But understanding that I like there is an other side to feeling burnt out, married to your business and that you can't catch a break. Okay. And so I want to talk about a couple of the other things for product-based businesses specifically. Obviously, these are not things that I have to do um, because I don't have a product-based business. But when I did or when I um, when I work with people, these are some other boundaries that I have found to be really helpful. Um, there's four main ones. First things first, your return policy. It, you don't have a like guaranteed satisfaction if you don't if you if people are abusing your returns. It's okay to tell people no. It's okay. And that's something in my family's business. Somebody would call on a Saturday, group of 25 wanting to go whitewater rafting. Can you fit us in? And we would we would make it happen. We would start trips at six o'clock at night to make sure that we never had to say no to anybody so we didn't miss out on that business. It's okay. Or people giving us a call and saying like, we're canceling, we can't do this. It's okay to have a return policy. It's okay to be strict on your industry standard return policy that's out there because you're valuing your time. You're valuing what you have. If you have a, a bad response, if you're like, oh, like this person hates this and you get somebody like they don't value you, they are not your people. They are not your loyal people because they are not respecting who you are as a person if they don't care for those things. I have plenty, I have bad reviews out there because I had to stick to a bad return or to a return policy that was not my return policy. It's my, our family's business return policy. And there are bad reviews out there with my name on it because I had to deal with it. And of course these people take things so out of context, but it's okay to risk one bad review to make sure to save your own sanity and to save your own energy. Okay. Now we don't want to do that all the time, but you, you can, again, it's okay to say no. It's okay to stick to your guns with your policies. Next thing is your custom orders. If you're a custom order girly, if you're like putting custom orders out there all day long and you hate them, shut them down or only like make it an inquiry process that they have to, they have to apply and they have to be accepted to get a custom order that you don't take every custom order. It's okay to be exclusive. It's okay to turn. If somebody wants a custom order and you say, honestly, I'm not really taking custom orders anymore this month. I've already taken my cap of three custom orders, but here's some other options that are really similar to what you want. Otherwise you can wait. People will either buy something else or they will wait. You will not lose out on that many sales. And if you do, just realize that that is you telling yourself that you are worthy of not stressing yourself out over taking that one other custom order custom orders, turn them off after a certain time or say, if you absolutely hate them, like cut them out to say, this is the last month for custom orders, get the people that have been on the fence and then cut them out of your business model. Don't do it. Don't feel like you have to collect, release a collection release every Friday. Like, please, gosh, no, you don't have to do that. It is so not something that is important. It is okay for you to take time. It is okay for you to not be launching all the time. It is okay for you to not take custom orders in your business. You get to structure your business the way that you want. Next thing is, is your lead time. If you're, if it takes you 
10 days to make an item if it takes you 40 hours to make one item like I know some of my artists they're like this this uh this mug takes me weeks like this whatever takes me weeks your community will stand beside you and will wait and be so excited for your item and like extend your lead time if you feel like it's if you are pressed if you're like my lead time right now is two to three weeks but it really should be four to six so I can like actually enjoy my life a little bit extend that lead time. Tell people, like people don't need their item in two business days just because Amazon is out there. Is it good to have ready to ship items? Absolutely. But that doesn't mean that everything needs to shorten that lead time there. And last but not least, this might be one of my biggest ones that I want to share with my product-based business people. Your, you should be putting your labor into the cost of your product. If you are only looking at the cost of goods sold as, and you're not looking at the labor, especially for my handmade makers and people like that, you need to be having your labor costs in there. And if you're like, well, we're going to go, we're going to go low to start and then I'll increase it as I get bigger. No, no, no. I want you to put your labor costs in right now and to pay yourself. You deserve, and it's okay to run a business without paying yourself for a little while to get that 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 rolling, but you deserve to have labor and to be to charge what you're worth is really what I'm saying. Is if I were to ask you right now, are you charging what your business, what your product is worth? And you were like, no, Maddie, I know that I should be charging more. I want that to be your other challenge this week is to up your dang prices. All right. I have too many people come into me and I like literally look at their numbers. They're like, well, this cost me this amount of money and it takes me six hours to make. I'm like, girlfriend, you're like literally making no money on this. Your profit margin is so low up your dang prices. People respect higher pricing people. You will call in a different caliber of person when your, your products are priced what they're worth, price what you're worth, put it out there, up your dang prices and charge your, like charge your people what you are worth. And actually, I didn't even have this on the list, but this was something that just popped up. My last thing that I want to say is I don't differentiate on your business on being affordable. Affordable is such a relative thing and that you are holding yourself back by saying, well, I want to be affordable. I want to be affordable to everybody. Unless that is your main mission as your business is to provide accessible blank to a group of people that do not have this accessible stuff. If there is not another business out there that is like, if you are differentiating on your accessibility and on your price point, maybe, but being affordable is a relative thing. Being affordable is completely relative. Being affordable to me is different than what's affordable to you, which is a different, what's affordable to Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, which is affordable to somebody that's like, doesn't have like, is on whatever. There's like, a, it's a total spectrum. And so understanding that if you are trying, if you are af afraid of upping your prices because you want to be affordable, affordable, you are holding yourself back on that. You are calling in a different caliber of person. You are holding yourself back and you are telling yourself that you are not worthy and your products are not worthy of it. Do not differentiate your business and say that you don't want to up your prices because you still want to be affordable. Don't do that, girlfriend. All right, I'm here to tell you business bestie to business bestie. Do not differentiate on being affordable unless it is your main value in business. Businesses did not become successful by trying to be affordable. All right. And maybe, but like you can be affordable and still charge what you're worth all in one. 
So those are some of my main business boundaries that I would recommend that you that you implement because they are the most important. Um, protecting your peace at all costs. Right now, if you think of something that you're like, oh, I just hate it. It gives me so much anxiety. Don't do it, especially don't do it at like nine o'clock in the morning. Do it at night when you're like, you're like, let me just do this thing or like make it fun somehow or don't do it right away in the morning to give you anxiety for the rest of your day. Do it at three o'clock. Do it right before you're done for the day. You can be like, all right, I'm going to do this one thing and then I'm going to be done. I'm going to be done for the day and call it good. Or outsource it or find a way to work around it. Cut it out. Cut it out of your business model. Cut it out of your life. It does not need to be there. Whether you're a product, whether you're a service, whatever that might be, you, it does not need to be there. So that, those are my favorite boundaries that I have coming out with me on Instagram. And I want to open up the conversation inside of our Facebook group, which is linked in the show notes if you're not a part of it. It's a Facebook group. It is your place to ask questions, share your ideas, share your topics about the podcast episode that you listen to, or just your business in general. There are hundreds of business owners in there sharing their ideas, sharing their perspectives. And I love when you hop on in there. So click the link in the show notes. You can join my Facebook group and let's talk about boundaries. Let's talk about what are the biggest areas in your life that you feel like need boundaries and what is the biggest area in your life that you that was a light bulb moment while listening to this let's talk about it in our Facebook group or come hang out with me on Instagram at this is Madison page and you can see more of my day-to-day life in business and all of that thank you so much for being here I am so happy that you are here and I'm wishing you all the luck in your business today and I hope you have a wonderful day One more little reminder before you go to check out Entrepreneurship Made Easy. If you're feeling overwhelmed, not sure where to start, and like there are a thousand things that you could be doing, let me drop in a mini course on some of your most prevalent problems every month in your inbox. Stress-free, bite-sized, and direction-focused. Don't worry, it's not adding a bunch of new things to your plate. On the first of each month, you'll get a focus, multiple full trainings all about that topic, exercises to help you develop that idea, and a checklist to make implementation simple. If you love this podcast, Entrepreneurship Made Easy is 10 times deeper, more strategy packed, more direction oriented to get you to the next step. Click the link in the show notes and use code secret for 50% off of your first month.